Hello, and welcome to another episode of Deep Thoughts from Deep State Radio. I am David Rothkopf. I am the host of a bunch of the shows that we do, and I am joined on Deep Thoughts always by uh, Chris Cottonmore, who's the uh, president of the DSR Network. How are you doing, Chris? Doing great. Thanks, David. Um, it's International Women's Day, which allows me to get back on one of my favorite uh, subjects. You know, there's a lot of big things one could get behind in the world, big issues that one could devote one's entire life towards addressing, whether it's climate change or racism or economic um, injustice or political injustices of one sort or another. But I have, over the course of my uh, too many years, come to the conclusion that the biggest enduring injustice um, that the world has ever seen is actually gender inequality and that the systematic subjugation of women, which has gone on for all of human history, um, is probably the biggest crime that the world has ever seen committed, whether it's killing off of female babies or simply negating the value of lives, you know, for much of human history and most civilizations, rendering women as property. And one would like to think that one has, you know, society has moved past this. Um, and I was watching over the weekend, you know, I watch, I like historical movies and I sit in my office and watch them, Chris, because my wife hates them. So, so I end up having to watch them myself. And I watched one on the sort of, it was a movie called Suffragette with Meryl Streep and Carrie Mulligan and Helena Bonham Carter about the early suffrage movement for women in, in the UK. And at the end of the movie, there's this kind of running title that says, when did women get the vote? You know, when did, when did women get identified as equal citizens in our societies? And of course, the United States, we've just passed the 100th anniversary, um, which seems like a long time. But, you know, on the other hand, women, women got the vote something like 60 years after slaves were freed and, and, and African-American men got the vote. Um, uh, but, you know, it, more striking to me are, are, are you know, how long it had took some other places for that to happen. Um, women didn't fully get the vote in the UK until the 30s. Um, they didn't get the vote in Mexico until 1953. They didn't get the vote in Switzerland until 1971, which is 50 years ago in Switzerland, in the middle of Europe. Um, they don't have it in some places like Saudi Arabia and, 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 and other um, countries uh, in the Gulf. Um, and, it, you know, it just, it, it lingers as, a, as, a, as, as an issue. And we've seen, you know, sexism rear its head in our own politics so many times that we, 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 we would have thought we'd be past this issue and we're not. And yet, you know, look at the strongest leaders in the world, Angela Merkel or most successful um, leaders, you know, in, in, in the world. And, and they're women atop all of these lists. And so it's International Women's Day. And I just thought, you know, it's a good, it's a good place to begin. And, and for those of you who are 
Deep State Radio listeners. One of the things that I have been proudest of since the beginning of Deep State Radio is that we always seek gender balance in our shows. We never do programs that have mantles. We always make sure that you know, we, we're tapping into the best in women's expertise and it just makes us smarter. And if you want to find a way to compare us to some other shows, there, there are several other than I can think of, of that, you know, often go the way of Mannels and broy comedy or broy insider chat. And uh, that's not us and it never will be. So, you know, that's that's just a little bit of an insight into why we are the way that we are. And uh, we are very, very, very grateful for our very strong uh, crew of, of, of women colleagues and are constantly working to grow that and also to make it um, more diverse. I don't know if you have anything you want to add to that, but that's my opening rant. You know, we open each of these with a rant. That's mine. I'll just add that I I did not watch that movie over the weekend, but what I did watch was Coming to America 2. <laughs> and, and the theme, the theme of the movie was essentially and you know, I don't I don't want to give too much away, but his daughter was being groomed to become the the queen of Zamunda. But he discovered he had a son in America. Um, so he went back and picked up his son, uh, and the, the, the woman from coming to America too was Leslie Jones. And anyway, they brought all these characters back. It was a fun movie. You know, it was a little wishy washy, but there was a message of, you know, women are strong and can certainly be up to, if not better than men, especially in positions um, of leadership. A message also delivered strongly uh, this year by the movie Borat 2, um, <laughs> uh, which, uh, I mean, I, you know, this is obviously a very serious subject, but I have to say one of the things that I found most moving about that movie was that, you know, sort of subtly underneath the whole thing, you had this recognition of... Uh, of the qualities of this woman, um, Maria Bakalova, a Bulgarian actress. My wife is half Bulgarian, so we we celebrate the the triumphs of of Bulgarians whenever we can. Um, of course, the other big thing that happened this weekend was the Oprah Winfrey interview with uh, um, Meghan and Harry, and uh, you know we assiduously avoid talking about the royal family and deep state radio because they're trivial they're you know they're the kardashians of the united kingdom uh and i can't you know i'm a small r republican in this case you know in the sense that i the sooner they get rid of you know the royal family and any semblance of aristocracy the better since you know there's so much awful associated with them but i did notice that despite this the great buzz around this interview your uh, your college uh, classmate Megan Kelly came out this morning and said she thought Oprah could have done a better job, and she gave some advice. And I just, you know, I I thought of you because I know that uh, Megan Kelly uh, was an important part of your class at Syracuse. 
<laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't go so far as to say uh, important, but she did live a couple of doors down from my uh, room uh, my freshman year in college. But I, I caught the interview um, or some of the interview this morning, and it's kind of difficult to watch, you know, the, what, what Meghan Markle certainly um, experienced as, as a member of the royal family. It's just incredible that we're in 2021 and people are still having these horrific experiences, um, you know, especially as it, I know we're talking today about International Women's Day, but, but especially as it you know, comes down to, you know, race and racial inequality. It's, it's, it's sad. You know, I got to say, sometimes I think, oh, look at how much progress we, we've made, um, uh, you know, in honor of International Women's Day, but also just because I love science books. I, I just ordered a book coming out tomorrow by Walter Isaacson about the woman who was behind the CRISPR project of, you know, he's written his latest biography. He writes these great science biographies. And this is the first on a woman and, you know, the woman who um, was behind this real breakthrough in, in, in genetic science and gene editing and where that all leads. Uh, And you think, well, think where we are, that we could be doing gene editing and yet sexism and yet racism and yet superstition and yet you know religious differences dividing the world and 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 i mean you know you had these kind of moving shots of the pope going through iraq over the weekend and you think you know sometimes i think we're in the 21st century and sometimes i think we're in the 12th century you know and we just we we think we're making progress but history is so sticky you know, it's, it's a, it's a swamp. It's hard to get out of it. And yet, yeah, you know, it reminds me of you know, one of the shows we did last week with uh, Gail. Semek, Gail Semek, Lemon. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it was a great show. Great show. It was a great show. And it was a great story, inspiring story about the leadership of the Kurdish women. And I, I told a lot of people about the book. I just, I just really enjoyed. She's very engaging, uh, and uh, enjoyed the the discussion. Well, you also know, just, it's, it's interesting I'm because I'm sorry, but it was interesting because the next day we did this interview with Rosa Brooks, our, our right. Rosa Brooks, about her book on being a cop. And one of the things that I got from reading her book was we'd be, and Rosa made this point during the interview, we'd be much better off if more cops were women. Right. Right. And she, I think one of the points that struck me was the fact that she said, you know, uniformed armed officers stop people and enforce traffic violations. We don't give the, the police officers the tools necessary to deal with all of the things that they're asked to deal with. We also had a big gender breakthrough on, on, on DSR, um, network last week, um, which is to say that on my my sister's podcast, um, uh, The Secret Life of Cookies, she had her first male guest, um, which is, a you know, I think showing some, you know, 
uh, enlightenment on her part to allow a guy in there. I haven't heard it. What tell me about the show? So Kurt Anderson was uh, her her former uh, boss at Spy Magazine. They spent a bit of time catching up. Um, they talked a bit about his books uh, and what was behind the writing of those books in in uh, Fantasyland and uh, Evil Geniuses. They talked a lot about gin and Marissa. Uh, read the piece and we referenced it last week where this woman turned 105 survived covid and she credited uh the fact that she ate nine gin soaked raisins every morning so marissa replicated those raisins and she ate a few of them and said that they were incredibly strong gin's becoming a theme on the on the secret life of cookies for yeah for whatever my, reason it's my sister it's because she you know she's married to a british guy and, uh, you know, I think gin's a big part of their life. Um, it, sounds, but you're, it sounds like it. You're kind of a health freak, you know. Are you thinking about the gin-soaked raisins? I'm a health freak, but I'm I'm a kind of a brown drink kind of guy. Not, not, oh, yeah. I like gin, but only in the summertime. It's very sophisticated. I personally have never had a brown drink, like a whiskey or Ever. any, any, never in my life. Wow. Um, I've never had a cigarette. I've never had a cup of coffee. I mean, I've, you know, and some people ask me like, well, you know, what, and I had to, how, how that happen? And the answer is, I don't know. I mean, it's not like there's some belief behind it or something like that. I just never had a cigarette, never had a cup of coffee, never had any drugs, never had any whiskey, had, you know, had a, some wine and some beer periodically, but we, my wife and I, we, you know, we have this little wine refrigerator and we got it loaded it up with the wine bottles that we have, all of which have come to us by people visiting our house and bringing a bottle of wine, you know, for a dinner party, which we never open. And I think we have one bottle of wine a year. Wow. Well, good for you. I, 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 I can't claim a lot of what you just said. <laughs> well, I just, I'm not, I'm not, you know, bragging, but I, I, uh, it's just, it's one of those things that I've just totally missed out on. And I just don't, you know, I, I you know, can't have, uh, you know, great conversations about it. Cause I just don't know about it. Yeah. There's, you're not missing anything. It's there's nothing worse than a, uh, whiskey slash bourbon hangover. Oh, really? And sadly, my, my neighborhood here is a big bourbon drinkers you know i think it's very cool it's a very you know it's like i, I know a lot of people and they like you know they're really into cool bourbon from small you know breweries in kentucky or wherever right bourbon's an american spirit so it can be made it, it used to only come from kentucky but it can be made anywhere now there's bourbons from new jersey even yeah, well, Mitch McConnell's from Kentucky. And so I just, as a general rule, you know, I don't have anything from Kentucky. You know, I just, it's just, I, I rule out the whole state until Mitch is gone, which could be soon. You know, I mean, if somebody actually follows up and, and uh, uh, on the, the inspector general suggestion that the DOJ investigate his wife's wrongdoing at the Department of Transportation, Elaine Chow. He could be swept up in scandal. 
And wouldn't that be great? Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. But I, as Kavita said on Thursday, Mitch McConnell always wins. But we'll know. see. I don't know. You know, I mean, tell me about the most important senator from in the 30s. I'm just <laughs> nobody gets here. It's I have the same. It's like you know, you if other than people who became president, it's almost impossible to name any senator from American history. You know, uh, in fact, people probably do better naming fictional senators from like you know, Mr. Smith goes to Washington than they could the 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 the, the real ones. So yeah, it, it, you know, I, hopefully, I, I mean, the point is. We'll get to forget Mitch McConnell. That's the good news. Yeah, eventually. I just wanted to mention quickly that we have our next uh, virtual event this week. It's it's going to feature a conversation with uh, Olivia Troy and Elizabeth Newman, both of, of whom are part of the Republican Accountability Project and both of whom served in the Trump administration uh, at high levels in the Department of Homeland Security. Olivia served in the uh, vice president's office. Um, so that's taking place on Wednesday, uh, March 10th at four o'clock. I'm looking forward to it. Olivia and Elizabeth are both great. Uh, they're both incredibly honest that, you know, they're probably a ton of political issues in which we would not agree, uh, but they showed enormous courage um, and someday somebody will tell the story of, you know, when all the checks and balances that were supposed to be there failed, there are a number of people who stepped up behind the scenes and kept things from going even farther off the rails. And they were certainly among them. So I strongly encourage people, you know, the, those shows that we do once a week, we call the mask, the blob, but you know, it's, it's, it's a Q and a show. They're great, and you can go and you can pose any question you want. These are people always that you've watched at MSNBC, watched on CNN, read about in the paper, read their articles, and now you can interact with them in a way that you can in those places. And that's one of the benefits of, you know, being a member here at the DSR Network. And uh, and we're grateful for that, and that's why we also produce this show. That you know, these are a couple of shows and. You also get a newsletter. There's some other things that you get that that the public doesn't get. We hope you find them valuable. If you don't, that's on us. So, you know, go to the Slack and take us to task. Um, go to the Slack or send us an email or send us a Twitter and say, you know, I'd like some more of this. And, you know, you will also get some other things because later this year, because we do see a light at the end of the tunnel on this uh, COVID thing, we'll start doing live events. And you guys will get big discounts in going to the live events. So that's uh, another um, great, uh, uh, you know, benefit of of being a member. And uh, if you have friends or family who aren't members, get them to be members. We, you know, this doesn't just happen automatically. We need support, and this is a year we're really pushing hard um, to increase the number of uh, paying members and to give them more. And you can tell us what you want. And, uh, you know, if it's, if it's easy, I'll do it. And if it's hard, Chris will do it. <laughs> it's pretty much, pretty much sums it up. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think that's it for this, uh, episode of, uh, deep thoughts, uh, on the DSR network. Uh, we really do encourage you to interact with us on, 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 on Slack or, uh, via DM or, uh, 
um, on the Ask the Blob sections. And uh, and so we look forward to hearing from you. And we'll do this again uh, next week and talk about both the news and, and whatever we think is noteworthy that's happened um, on the network for that week. In the meantime, um, thanks a lot. And I will leave it to you, Chris, to sign off to everybody. Thanks a lot and stay healthy, everyone. Bye-bye.